Hello, one and all, and welcome to the Fully Charged Podcast. Some may know me as LBD Night Train of the Mega Man Network, others as David Oxford. And joining me once again is my mysterious co-host, Edu.Orp, or Proto-Dude, Brian Ostrin. Was that an anagram? <laughs> I don't know, does, does your name spelled backwards count as an anagram? Uh, no. It's the Mirror World version of me, I guess. Something like a, that. Yeah, it sounds cool either way. <laughs> yeah, that when I when I was putting that together, that actually I was like, oh wow, that's something that could actually be pronounced. Cool. Edu dot it's, it's my evil version of me, my doppelganger. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, we 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 think we think he might be evil. We don't really know much about him for sure to say. Eh, I'm always evil. But, uh, yeah, in case you, the listener, I should say, are wondering just what on earth we are talking about, uh, we're talking about episode 20 of Mega Man Fully Charged, Lightfall, part two. And it just occurred to me, I think last episode, I forgot to introduce it as episode 19, Lightfall, part one. So, um, now you know? (laughs) Anyway, the synopsis here. Lord Obsidian attacks the lighthouse, but Mega Man overcomes his insecurity and works with his family to repel the Big Bad, who's rescued at the last second by a mysterious Lieutenant Namajem. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very uh, specific synopsis. I mean, we know some of them usually kind of tell you all you really need to know about the episode, but wow, this one just kind of cuts it right to the end there, basically. It does. And, uh... You know, I should point out, like, the synopsis of the last one, you know, name-dropped Lord Obsidian, but the name wasn't mentioned in the episode. Same thing here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that goes for Lord Obsidian and uh, Namajim, who we really only get, like, the briefest glimpse of. Yeah. Very, very brief. I had to pause it. Yeah. Now, here's a here's a curious thing. Uh, even though this is part two of Lightfall, it's written by a different uh, person than part one. Really? I didn't catch that. Yeah, uh, part one was written by Marcus Reinhardt, and part two by R.J. Marchicello. Um, and both stories are by Man of Action, of course. Yeah. Huh. Who've done most of the, uh, come up with most of the plots for the series so far. And uh, incidentally, yeah, um... For for those wondering, we did the first episode, besides the fact that it was touching on a lot of stuff about just the series as a whole as we were introduced to it, it was with a two-parter, and I was thinking for episodes like that are two parts, maybe we'd do them as a single episode. Uh, this one, besides the different writers, they felt almost distinct enough, like they're tied, but at the same time, not so tied that it felt like they needed to be combined into one episode the way the... Uh, initial two-parter was Mm -hmm. it it feels like two different like you know events occurring like you know on two different days whereas like it was the the pilot episode was effectively like one continuous adventure right they're they're separate but very much related yeah exactly like the kind of continuity you'll see in a lot of other shows where you know it different episodes different stories but there's continuity it's a lot like that yeah so uh yeah that's a thing like i said the synopsis uh covers pretty much everything plot that happened plot wise is there any other details there that we won't likely get to in the notes um i don't don't think so 
yeah, I think, uh, yeah, pretty straightforward there. All right. Well, since I uh, basically kind of uh, ran my mouth the whole time on uh, part one, I'll let you start us off in our usual format for part two. Yeah, sure. So we get a uh, first glimpse at Mega Man's secret hideout, <laughs> which is pretty much the, what is it, like the garage slash storage facility right across from the lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, th- I think Suna said it was like across the street. I thought it was like maybe just like a warehouse or something. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like literally across the street. And uh, we got this, you know, kind of cute training montage with um, Mega Man and Rush. And Mega Man is trying to uh, pretty much like go all out to prepare himself for, you know, Lord Obsidian again. And to that end, they uh, introduce what is called the uh, Quick Switch, I believe. Yep. No relation to the Autobot Six Changer from Generation 1. Uh-huh. And uh, Mega Man is basically swapping out between three different weapons, like, really quickly. Like, uh, And I wonder if that's a nod to Mega Man 11's implementation of the same basic idea. Yeah, that's, that's, that's in my notes. Because, like, that was kind of like a selling point for 11. Like, oh, you can yeah. Quick Switch on the right analog stick. And here we go. Yeah, I think the only time I used that was by accident. It just oh, was really? never really that necessary. Yeah. Oh, that's all I did. Half the time I forgot it was there. Wow, total opposite of me. Like that's that's all I did. I didn't use any shoulder buttons. No pausing. Just switch, switch, switch. Felt good. That's cool. I should give that a try sometime. Yeah, and it, of course uh, there it's a little more robust than what Mega Man has here. He's only swapping between three weapons. Mm-hmm. In, in the cartoon while well, all eight are ultimately available there are they not yep all eight and it's it's in like a uh like a like a stage select kind of pattern you know Mega Man's in the center of the uh the the wheel so to speak and you know here it moves just as quick the switching so yeah it's a neat technique yeah i think the reason i never used it uh that much is because i could I only remember, like, maybe half the uh, placement of the Robot Masters on the select screen. Like, uh, Blockman is uh, top left, um, Bounce Man is the center right, uh, Torchman was lower left, Acid Man was the top center? Uh, yes, top center. Yeah, but anyway, as you can see, it probably works better if you have the uh, layout memorized on the... Uh, on the stage select screen. That that is not me. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway, uh yeah, your next item? Um bu- 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 let's see. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I love this. When when uh, Obsidian kinda busts in, you know, to the lighthouse. I think I know where you're going with this. This oh, yeah. is gonna be my next one, this, but this go was, ahead. This is fantastic. Docker Light shows up, right? And he does uh-huh. the most the most badass thing yet. He pulls out a literal megabuster gun. <laughs> with this pistol with a mega buster attached to it. <laughs> it was so that, cool. That was great. That was just it, we we knew light was great, but like I think he just graduated to badass. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I I love this man. <laughs> it's so cool. This this is such a great version of Dr. Light. It's oof. Yeah. And like the gun itself, it it had my head racing with like theories like Okay, that's that's literally the Mega Buster. So maybe he did in fully charge, like create Mega Man, you know, because we don't really have that origin. We didn't see it yet, but it, is it planting the seed? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. I, I didn't I didn't recognize that it was the Mega Buster. Oh yeah. I mean, I knew it was kind of 
Buster shaped, but I just it was what yeah. I saw of it. It just kind of caught me as like you know sort of sci-fi ray gun, but maybe with a little more oh punch yeah to it. It was it was the Buster, different color, but same shape and same kind of like pattern on it. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they had to protect the reason Lord Obsidian was attacking the lighthouse was not for Mega Man because nobody knows his secret identity. <laughs> Uh, no, he was after something called the Mega Key. The Mega Key. Which must be what uh, Light had been working on or with behind closed doors or not. I'm not sure. It sounds like it's been around that Obsidian knew about it and s- stuff, but Light's been kind of working behind closed doors, so I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a curious thing. Yeah. I-, I think, do you think it's the same thing he was kind of alluding to in a previous episode? The uh, uh, secret can't fall into evil hands or something along those lines. It's sure sounding that yeah. way, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder what it looks like. I I, I don't know. It's uh, I'm just imagining this big Super Mario Brothers 2-like key and hoping there's not a robot Fanto that chases you if you get it. Oh, now I kind of want to see that. Well, actually, if there was, then, I mean, you know, Lord Obsidian probably wouldn't be as much of a problem there. <laughs> but, um... By the sound of things, the Mega Key, a little bit on the nose with the naming there, Light, uh, the Mega Key might have kind of an ethical dilemma to it. They they raise that kind of question with it because it sounds like it's able to kind of, maybe not, what was it, reprogram? I thought it wasn't quite reprogramming, but... It was like, it lets them have like total control over the robot to like kind of help them and fix them or something like that. That's uh, interesting. Maybe it's yeah. like, you know, maybe not control their minds so much as just control their bodies. Right, or like, you know, operating system or, or something. But I, I, I guess it goes deep enough that it could cross that line, that ethical line. Yeah, maybe it's like you use it and it's like, okay, like I need to get under your left foot. So like, you know, he lifts up the left leg or something and yeah, then light can get in there to fix it or something. So... Yeah, I, I can see how something like that can be misused. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Kind of like, maybe, I don't know, I got I got the feeling it was like gene editing with robots, maybe? Oh, wow, that would be that would be something else entirely. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know, man. Reminds me of the, like, you know, Predacon shell programs from Beast Wars, when you oh, put it like yeah. that. Yeah, that's a cool idea. But yeah, it's it's, it's dangerous enough, you know? Black arachnia woman. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think it's your turn next. Yeah. Um, gosh, the whole the team up, the, the Aki and the Light family working together to fight, you know, Lord Obsidian was just so great. Just this had a really great beat, a good flow to it. Um, you know, like even Sunna's like uh, little drone things come in handy briefly. Um, yeah, but it was so cool, like, seeing the family work together. And, like, that's something we've never really seen before, even in the games. Just the family yeah. fighting together. Yeah, I was just about to say. Was, they were truly a team, a unit, a a force. Yeah. Yep, yep. Team White. Unfortunately, uh, fighting in such a way uh, came at a cost. Yes, it did. Poor, poor Rush. Alas, Rush, we hardly knew ye. Except he gets fixed up. And uh, I think you might have alluded to this before. Yes, I did. Um, so Rush, he he gets his his upgrade that kind of 
turns him into the rush we all know and love. He uh, he gets armored up, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, including with a little yeah. visor. Yeah. Now, incidentally, I think that's kind of a weird upgrade for Light to be giving him um, without him, quote-unquote, knowing that Aki is Mega Man. Oh, yeah. He, he, it, it felt like yeah. Rush was upgraded to work with Mega Man, but they never really acknowledged that. So it's kind of a little weird there. Yeah. It, it, he, he knows. It's, it's, at this point, he has to know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, it's pretty on the nose here. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like, you know. Right. Here, was... here, here's your dog fixed, Aki. Don't go getting into any trouble with him now, even though he's clearly designed to handle it. I was kind of surprised they didn't cap the episode off with Light just basically flat out saying, like, I've known for a long time, son. And, you know, kind of imparting a lesson or whatever. But they just, they didn't do it. Yeah, it really seemed like the point they would do it because this is... I mean, I don't know if this was meant to be a mid-season finale because, uh, well, we'll get into that in a bit. But, um, yeah, I just felt like the point that that would have been a pretty natural revelation. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah, at the end of the battle, uh, Namajim rescues Lord Obsidian. Um, we don't really get to see much of him. There's not even a uh, name or credit uh, for him in the credits. Uh, his voice sounds familiar, though. Yeah, I couldn't really... Yeah, it was too brief. Yeah. But, yeah. Light seems to know him, though. He was looking at that picture. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of curious. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe I'm jumping the gun here, but maybe there is a another uh, Light family member that was kind of taken away, you know, by Sergeant Knight and reprogrammed or repurposed. I don't know. He, he seemed kind of sentimental about it. Maybe he was uh, made to help out in the war, and uh, he was thought dead or something. Yeah. I don't know. His uh, armor definitely reminds me a bit of Lord Obsidian's, though. Yeah, they were they're pretty similar. It was like, yeah, I, I, like, he had, like, this, like, one side was not as complex or detailed as the other. You know, it was, but yeah, very, very similar. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, the kids can call you Hoju. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it may be, is, is, he, is he like a kid wearing armor? Or is it, is it a robot? Or who is he? Like, yeah, it really leaves you hanging. Yeah. Now, I mean, I think everybody thinks that this is going to be the equivalent of Proto-Man. Yeah. Um, which, like, you know, makes me wonder if maybe Namajim is just kind of a, uh, identity that's sort of the equivalent of Breakman to what Proto-Man is, if you know what I mean. Yep. I certainly do. But, with, with the way the show is taking liberties with, uh, Roll versus Suna, Aki versus Rock, uh, Bert versus Wily, e- even if that's the case, um... I, I, don't, I don't know, it's... Wow. It, it would feel weird, like, you know, to have this character and it, a character as popular as Proto-Man not be in the show when you've got this kind of setup, seemingly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, it's just, will they or won't they? Because, I mean, Roll has her fans, no doubt, but I don't think she's quite on the level of a Proto-Man. No, no, no. He He's my favorite. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, we're all whatever, but uh, it's Proto Man. Like, what else can I say? Yeah, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how this develops. Mm-hmm. 
Um, do you have anything else to say on the episode at the moment? Um, oh, we finally got to see some e-cans. You know, okay, the f- that was one of the <laughs> things I was going to bring up. Yeah, the fully charged e-cans, which were really cool. They kind of had like a little minimalist design. With, like the, yeah. th- the three lines for the E. Yeah, the three horizontal bars. Yeah, very neat. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They, they reminded me of the uh, energy drink versions, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. I think they had the slimmer can design. Yeah, they so did. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Very neat throwback. Took forever to finally, you know, see one. But, <laughs> yeah. Now, while the uh, Light family fighting together was cool and all, I have to admit, part of me was really kind of hoping that Woodman would show up because... Come on, Woodman versus Lord Obsidian after seeing what Obsidian did last episode... But maybe that maybe that's better served for another time. But it's just yeah, I he he's like the one robot master ally that Mega Man has so far. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't, I cannot see Woodman aligning himself with Sergeant Knight. He, yeah, he, yeah, he'd be with Team Light. Maybe Iceman. Yes, yeah, that too. I, I can't remember. Was Iceman with the robot masters as they were all lined up and being shamed by Obsidian uh, Knight? Nope, wasn't there interesting yep i think that's important oh i'll have to keep an eye on that and yeah do we have anything else for this episode no um i'm just gonna say it was fantastic these two together are really something yeah take it together with the one preceding them the woodman episode and uh, like i said before in a previous episode i think uh this is we are now at the point where this is a show that Mega Man fans would enjoy. It may not be the one they wanted, but I think it's one that uh, they can appreciate if uh, they give it a, you know, open-minded chance. Yep, absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Now, at this point, we normally discuss the news. But yeah, today we're not really discussing uh, any news items because uh, this episode, at least as of this recording, it marks the end of the current run of Mega Man Fully Charged in the United States. Like I said, it seems to be a mid-season finale. Uh, Cartoon Network no longer has it on their uh, schedule, uh, nor is it on Boomerang from what I understand. Uh, as far as I know, it is still on the app, but no new episodes have shown up. Yep. However, new episodes uh, did begin uh, just a couple of days ago on Sunday the 11th in Canada. And Joe Kelly from Men of Action Entertainment has said that production's uh, still going full steam. Uh, they're not sure when it's coming back to Cartoon Network, but the show w- is going on. Yeah, the show is alive. Uh, cancellation rumors are nothing. Yeah, and at this point, I'm happy to see it. Um, it's unfortunate they aren't really doing much in the way of reruns, particularly with these last three episodes, because I think that's the kind of thing the show really needs right now. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we can't state it enough. If you've got the Cartoon Network app, uh, check out these episodes. Yeah. Um, or if they're on demand with your cable outlet, that's if you're in the States. Of course, like I said, if you're in Canada, uh, you're, you're pretty golden with family charge during new episodes. And I believe you can view the previous episodes on their website. It's, uh, now, now is the time to jump in. Yeah. Seriously. Catch up. <laughs> I don't care what you're doing. You gotta catch up. Cause I think we're onto something really good here. Yeah, Definitely. 
it's it's something like different from the games, but still pretty respectful, I would say. Uh, yeah. It's it's hard to see all the fan service they throw in and think, oh, whoever did this doesn't like the games. They they don't care about Mega Man. No, you'd really have to be stretching for that because some of the stuff is just like too fan servicey like On not too fan servicey but it's just you know it's yeah. the kind of thing that a fan would do i'm pretty sure right i mean come on we we had gutsman's you know what in an episode <laughs> as a painting like that is a <laughs> a real you had to go digging for that <laughs> did, did we did we cover that one um it was one of the, the museum episode yeah I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know the episode, but it's maybe, like, maybe we didn't. Ah, uh, but yeah I, yeah, I don't know that we touched on the on that particular painting. I must. I, I don't think, think I so. Missed it. Yeah, no, I remember talking Why about would? it, but uh, yeah, I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. But yeah, it's, it's there and all its guts, Mandy glory. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um. Now, as for the state of the podcast, uh, at the moment we're kind of uh, just watching and seeing what happens with Cartoon Network. Because, I mean, it's kind of hard to talk about a show, uh, like for two people to talk about a show when one of them hasn't seen it. Uh, trust me, we know, because it was kind of a little uh, running backwards a little bit there, but the way mm-hmm. our recording schedule was <laughs> all kind of messed up. Uh, with any luck, hopefully the um, episodes will be airing in the state soon, and we'll have these podcasts coming out like shortly after the episode airs. Which will line things up nicely, I think. Yeah. Yep, I would hope so. Now, the, uh, I, I believe we had a question for our audience, did we not? Uh, yes, we did. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, um, yeah, it's, uh, we want to know if the listeners of the Fully Charged podcast want us to try to get these out a bit sooner, if that means basically covering shows before they air in the states because i mean you know with the internet we we can find a way well i can hook up a webcam or maybe if the isp is not like you know identifications nuts maybe uh proto dude can use the uh like view on the family charged website or something yeah i don't i don't know we could we could probably figure something out if it helps get the podcast out if people want us to or we can wait for the episodes to air in the States and uh, just, you know, follow along there. And depending on how long that takes, maybe we can do an extra episode in the meantime. I don't know. Yeah. Or two. Or we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, we want to hear from you. We would like to know if uh, we should try to get on these with the Canadian airing more closely. Or if we should wait for the U.S. airing to complete first and then record the episodes. Right on. Because, I mean, alternatively, if... If enough people want the uh, us to go with the Canadian airings, but they don't want to be spoiled, I mean, the episodes will be there later. You can listen as it comes out. That's an option. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you can tell me at the MM Network on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me at the MM Network on Tumblr as well, or the Mega Man Network Facebook page. Um, or when this episode goes live, whenever that is... Uh, you can tell me on the mmnetwork.com. There will be a post there. And uh, how about you, Proto Dude? How can they tell you? Yes, you can tell me or shout at me or whatever on Twitter at Proto Dude. 
or you can drop me a comment on my blog, Rockman Corner. You can find me at www.rockman-corner.com. Excellent. And as always, you can find us on SoundCloud, which uh, I believe also allows comments, incidentally. I don't know what requirements are there for that. Uh, You can also check us out on iTunes or Google Play. The hosting fee is ours, but the choice is yours. And for Proto Dude, this is LBD Night Train saying everlasting peace out. Mm